0: Yo, yo, what is up? Uh, welcome back to the Big House Big Talk podcast now. It hasn't even been that long since our last episode, and we still have a lot to talk about with basketball and football, unfortunately. So, yeah, what is up, that Michigan fan? Welcome back again. So I think the first thing that we're going to talk about today is basketball. Um, we're on a three-game winning streak. Um, we beat Maryland. Then we beat Indiana on the road big, and then we just squeaked out a win against Northwestern. Um, we did not look good down the stretch there. How do you feel? Do you think that Michigan is getting back to where they once were, or do you think that they're still having growing pains among this team?
1: I think it really comes down to how stable this offense. Now we've got we've gotten you know we understand what we're good at. We understand how we can win games. We finally settled down. And we get the ball to Dickinson. If they go for the double team, you kick it out three pointer to Eli or Houston. Uh, and Diabate has really stepped up down the stretch these last couple of games. Um, yeah, we saw Caleb Houston finally showing why he was this highly talented uh, five star yeah. recruit that came to Michigan. Finally showing that potential, which was huge. Yeah, and as you mentioned, as the stretch or down the stretch, we did struggle a little against Northwestern. Obviously, we had. Diabate foul out and then Hunter foul out, which was a big killer. Um, but this team rallied, this team fight, and we clawed our way back into that game. And I think the timeout with about three minutes left, we were down by seven. Juwan yep. called the timeout, rallied the team, and that was the turning point for that game.
0: Yeah, that was I that was some of the best coaching that I've seen from Juwan Howard down the stretch, honestly. Um, definitely. I yeah, Jawan Howard actually did a really good job. I mean, that's really been the problem all year. I I saw that team up four at half and then I was kinda like, I real oh, let's just hope that we don't lose grip of this game. And then we kinda did. We were up ten and then we still ended up losing that game. But I, I think that overall we're probably we're probably okay. But
1: And Devontae Jones is yeah, finally uh kind of found his role on this team yeah you know we saw him drop 15 points tonight we saw him hit that big corner three
0: Uh uh-huh
1: I mean he's really stepped up he has he struggled a little bit against Northwestern but when it came down to it he clutched up so I think there's major Uh improvement yeah I'm guard position yeah Uh
0: uh-huh I'm really I'm really impressed with Devontae Jones he's really he's he's put in the effort you can see it out there. He puts his life yeah. on the, He put his life on the line out there against Northwestern. If he could
1: improve his free throw shooting, he could definitely be uh, a great point guard.
0: Yeah, he well, he wasn't too bad tonight. Um, but he's done a really, really good job, um, conducting the offense these last couple games, in my opinion. Um, you know, Mike Smith was great, but like I, I think that he is starting to. Kind of fade into that Mike Smith role, and what you said about Caleb Houston, totally correct. He's been shooting a lot, a lot better in these past couple games, and like I, I mean, that corner, he he was just automatic tonight. Um, he can drive to the hole, and he's just he's found himself as a really, really good scorer on this team. Um, he's probably not going to come back to Michigan, but if he does, then that's that's a big time. That's a big time comeback. Um, if during
1: that Northwestern game, forty. 40- six, four, six, 46 fouls were called in that game. Yeah. Insane. Insane. Yeah, that was,
0: that's a lot, that's a lot. 46. But yeah. Uh-huh. Michigan, Michigan had a lot of foul trouble during that entire game. Um, I think Frankie had yeah, three. Yeah, both sides, have, really. Had three. Troubled. Yeah, um, um, Northwestern's main score had like four. Um, there were a lot of, a lot of fouls in that game. Um, uh, yeah, there was. I think everyone played really well today. Um, Hunter Dickinson in the Maryland and the Indiana game has really put the, he, he put that team on his back in those two games. He averaged like he put up like twenty like twenty eight or something like that against Indiana, and I mean he he has just been dominating. He's looked like his older self, which is really good for this team. Um, I don't know. We we just need to win more. We just need to keep on winning games in the Big Ten. Currently, we're top six in the Big Ten, behind um the five ranked teams: Ohio State, Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois, and Michigan State. So, yeah, you know, in think- a
1: big game for our tournament hopes, this was huge. We, earlier in the season, we were worried about like if we we're going to make the tournament.
0: We still are. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We still are, but um. I, yeah, we just need to keep on winning games, really. But I think that this Michigan team is – we're starting to get in our zone. I think that we're starting to get back into it. Eli Brooks had his – he looked like his older self shooting um, yeah. tonight. He did so a let good job.
1: Uh, let's transition to some yeah. disappointing news mm-hmm. from football.
0: Yep. Mike McDonald yep. Yep.
1: Yep. expected to leave for the Ravens. Yeah. And, wow, this yep. is – holy smokes – this is the key. This was the key to our defense. This is how we beat Ohio State. We and we beat them. Aiden Hutchinson, yep. David Ajabu, and Mike McDonald. That's yep. how we beat Ohio State. That's how yep. we beat Penn State. Yep. That's yep. how we beat Iowa. Yep. I mean Mike McDonald came in first season. We go in, win a uh beat Ohio State, win a big ten championship, then just leaves. Goes yeah, I, with the new D coordinator job at the Ravens and went
0: back to Baltimore.
1: Yeah, went back to Baltimore. This is just a total killer. Yep. Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting it at all.
0: Yeah. This this, this sucks. This sucks. And I, I don't know if you made a video about it, but um Mike McDonald, I mean, I think that this really like a lot of people are just saying, oh, that this means Harbaugh's gone. I don't think that this means Harbaugh's gone. But I think that this does leave Harbaugh with a really important decision. Yep. If Harbaugh Harbaugh can either stay, reload this defense, hire a good defensive coordinator. I say we get another one from the NFL, but I, I say we hire another defensive coordinator. Um, but if he leaves, then I think at the end of the day, then this program resets. We go yeah, back we to where we were.
1: Our, a rebuild mode.
0: We, yep, Hold we go right back. back to where we were, and I I think that's that's the tough realization. I think I think if Harbaugh does stay though, I think that's that it's a lot huger than I think that's a lot bigger than people think. Because Harbaugh if he stays, then yeah, this team just resets and we probably win ten games next year. But I don't know. I don't know. But if he leaves, I say we win something like seven yeah. or eight. And
1: in past years pretty much the whole Harbaugh era. It's been a very de- defensively dominant team yep. this year. We really don't know unless we get someone great on the defense side of the ball. We have to build around JJ McCarthy in this offense. Yeah, and I really think this offense can succeed, um, but they really do have to step up if we want to be a successful football team. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think I think that this I think that this team is going to be a lot different. The 2022 team, I think that this team is going to be a lot different from teams that we've seen in the past. We're not going to have Mike McDonald. We're going to have a new defensive coordinator. Well, I mean, we did last year, but we are going to have a new defensive coordinator. And I feel like this team is going to be better on offense than they were on defense. I, If Harbaugh stays or leaves, I think that this is going to be one of the worst defenses that we've had in a bit. Our front seven. I, I like to hope that our front seven is going to be somewhere similar to where we were. Our secondary actually might be better. We're replacing yeah. Vincent Gray with Will Johnson. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I in, yeah.
1: in conclusion, the secondary needs to set up, uh, step up, and we have to build mm-hmm. around J.J. McCarthy.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I think that we really need to start building around the passing game. That's something that Harbaugh isn't really used to. He's consistently brought in, some good running first back. First
1: team and, a def- and great defense.
0: Yeah. I mean, he he brought in Hassan Haskins, even Blake Horm. I think he's going to break out next year. Well, we can talk about that another day. I, I think that well, – oh, and then also Karan Higdon was – he carried the 2017 offense and was the main piece on the 2018 defense. He consistently picks up running backs that pound the ball and that consistently – Pick, they can they they are automatic on third and short. Those are the type of guys that Harbaugh loves. Yes. but and I think Koran
1: yeah. is probably the most underrated player in the Harbaugh era. I maybe, agree with that. Maybe next to um, uh, Jake Rudock, which we'll talk about in a later video yeah. or later podcast, maybe. But Koran, if, if if you had to watch that 2017 season, he uh-huh. could not throw the ball.
0: So due to technical difficulties, we could not get an outro for this video, but that was all we got to talk about, so yeah, peace out from the Big House Big Talk Podcast.